Welcome to Wine and Poor Decisions. Pull up, drink, and let's discuss. For mature audiences only. Hello, welcome to Wine and Poor Decisions, episode 14 in the Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us again. Yes, thank you for coming back. Thank you for tuning in. And yeah, today's topic is an interesting one. So uh, I'm going to let Shiva introduce the wine so we can jump right in. Okay, so today we are drinking. Last season, we mentioned how we were getting sponsored by a Scout and Cellar. So today we are drinking Dove Hunt Dog. It's a Chardonnay. And uh, it's Scout and Cellar is a clean crafted wine, which means that there is no um, pesticides or chemical additives and sweeteners. And it is vegan and keto friendly. Oh, that's great. Do I sound like a commercial bitch? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can work on it a little bit. No, I'm just joking. I mean, the best part of it is that the alcohol is usually 13%. Which you know I like. Yes. No, you know, and they don't add sugar, so it won't be like sugar sweet, sweet, especially if you're watching your calories and weight. They're also known to not give people a morning wine over or headache as well. I ain't never got no wine headache. Maybe I don't know. Um, maybe we don't, you don't drink enough. I mean, you do like Stel- uh, Stella Rose. Yeah, don't do Stella Rose. I feel like you're talking now. But if you want to check out this amazing keto and vegan friendly wine, you can go to scoutandcellar.com forward slash wine bar, or you can follow them on IG at winebar.me. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm really excited about drinking it. I can say right now, I, I, I do like the taste. It's pretty smooth. This Chardonnay, it's like, you know, kind of comparing with most Chardonnays, kind of buttery mm. and stuff. So I like it. Are Chardonnays buttery? I think they are like they have like the you know uh, the refined taste they say it's oaky like oh, okay. an oaky, oaky. butter <laughs> oh well, we should start describing our wines like that it's oaky it's rosy it's we need, yeah words? I mean we have to sound like we know what we're talking about when we yeah. really don't <laughs> we really do you know what we should do we should get somebody that's like uh what are they called a sommelier a sommelier on that on the um show okay that'd be super dope Go to like Steak 48 and like talk. No, to for real. Them. Oh, you know, I know a sommelier. We'll do it. I'll, I'll do you really? Up. You know her. Well, I will talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> but today we're talking about whooping kids. Being oh. that is. No, just disciplining your kids, whooping your kids. What's our thoughts on it? If you should do it, if you shouldn't do it. And yeah, I think that we should go ahead and dive right in. Sheba? I will uh, say that I did, I grew up in a very abusive household. And so I know that there is a difference between whooping a child out of being a disciplinarian mm-hmm. and out of anger. Mm-hmm. I and, and you would think as abusive as my household was, I might be against it, but I'm totally for whooping a kid, but for a disciplinary purpose. Like okay. I don't, you know, I don't, if you're if you are that mad that your anger is coming out and whooping a child, no, right. you need to sit down. You need to take a minute. You need to reassess the situation. But like beating a ass for doing something bad, oh, you finna get a whooping. So <laughs> give me an example of what you would beat your kids for. Oh, let me not say beat. 
what will you would spank your kids for or what um, your kids for i i can tell you a a quick funny story you know i raised my two little brothers Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there was a point they got to the teenager. I'm five, two, they are taller than me now. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're in high school and my younger brother, um, didn't read a book for school <laughs> and he didn't, you know, do any of the final exam or anything that he was supposed to do associated with the book. And so, you know, I yell, I'm yelling at him and then I start hitting him and he laughs like he giggles at, at my whooping. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause he's a semi man. So then I took the book that he didn't read and then I beat him with the book. (laughs) But what did he do? So you beat him because he didn't read. I beat him because, you know, he didn't read the book and he was failing. So there's a reason behind it. I did whoop him for a purpose. Okay. But the funny part is that the actual whooping went down with me beating him with the actual book. (laughs) So you beat him with a book. I, I beat that child with a book. So do you spank your kid or whip your kids? Um, your tip- kids are so perfect though. Like I don't even imagine them having to get whoopings. Like she, y'all, she has perfect kids. Like they're so <laughs> obedient and like amazing. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't remember the last time I whipped them. There are 15 and 14 now. Right. Um, is there, a, is there a deadline to whipping kids? Like, is there a certain I age limit? Is. I think after a certain point of instilling this kind of discipline into them mm-hmm. and, and this understanding that there's no, there's no need to, you can start having like actual human conversations. And when do you start having those human conversations? I think, I think right now when like they're 14, like 15 yeah. in their teens. I think, yeah, I think so. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I've whipped any of them within the past two to three years like okay I just talked to you them just talk to them mm-hmm. but they yeah. used to get whooped when they was little girl so here's my thing when I was young I used to get <laughs> my mama used to tell my, my mom's in the other room right now y'all and I wish she actually we should have put her on this show <laughs> so we could talk about this but my mom used to beat me like when I tell you beat me and I don't even really feel like I really got beaten for like things that were like crazy but I mean maybe to her she felt like that was out of you know out of line what was out of line like what's an example I used to get beat for like not cleaning my room I think that's a defiance why you're not listening to you I told you I mean that's what I'm saying like I just don't feel so (laughs) here we are so I used to get I used to get beaten like and I used to always tell myself like man when I have kids I'm never gonna like beat them right Mm -hmm. so here's my standpoint on it I don't have kids as of yet so I could just be talking out of my ass but (laughs) because you know like things change when it actually happens this is very true but for me right now like the way that I would like to approach it is when you have a child and they do something that you feel is wrong or you think that is out of control or whatever the case may be I feel like sit the child down and have a conversation with them mm-hmm. like hey you know what i'm saying doing this leads to this is like have a conversation mm-hmm. now after you've had a heartfelt conversation you've discussed what you needed to discuss and you've talked to them and they they decide that they want to do it again then i feel like they're trying you and then a like i feel like at that point i would put them on punishment Cause like, this is like the steps to like not beating them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sit you the first time you do something that I feel is not right. I'm going to sit you down and talk it's to like you. Like a warning. It's a slap. Right. On it's, 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 but okay. I mean, cause you don't know, you don't know that this is wrong. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm telling you, this is wrong. Like this is wrong. You're not supposed to do this. 
this is the conversation about it. Mm-hmm. The second time you do it, I'm going to put you on punishment. I'm going to take away something, you know, or do something, put you in time out, depending on ages, right? Yeah. Now, the third time, I have officially felt like you are definitely trying me, and then I'm going to beat you. And so, w- what entails the whooping? Are you you popping them on the butt with your hand? Are you oh, it's all about age? So when they're young, I'm definitely gonna pop them, and they're still gonna get punished. Uh-huh. So they're gonna get popped, and I'm gonna put them in timeout or whatever the case yeah. may be. When they start getting to like the double digits, not teens, but double digits, then they're definitely gonna get things taken away from them, and I'll probably like use a belt. Mm-hmm. And then when they get to the teens. I'm just gonna let their daddy handle them. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm just gonna buy like um I'm gonna buy boxing gloves and we just box. <laughs> You're gonna box the kids. Yeah, I'm gonna box my kids. Yeah. No mercy. I, I am looking forward to your parenting. <laughs> Thank you. So that's my idea. Just because like I don't really feel like so here's the thing. This is the reason why I feel that way. If I knew that I wanted to do something. This is when I got to like 16, 17, like, no, like 16. No, I'll say it before 16. But if I knew that I really wanted to do something, I would do it and I'll be like, all she's going to do is beat me. And I'll be like, just take my beating and then that's it. Like, it's over. Are you serious? Hell yeah. So I was like, that's that, like, the beatings wasn't getting to me like the way they needed to. Like, I would still do it. I would just be like, I'm just going to have to get my ass beat, but at least I did it. Was it maybe was it because the beatings was like a joke? How it was for my little no, girl. My mama used to. You can ask any of my cousins. My mom used to beat my tail. <laughs> like I would have welts. Like my mom used to beat me. Mm-hmm. But I just was. I guess that's what made me so gangster. Because I'd be like, I'm gonna just take the beating, and then I got to do what I wanted to do. Maybe it depends on the kid too. Because I feel like um, my kids, it, it right away. If you're doing something fucked up, you're gonna get whooped you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying and then if you do it again well now you're about to get a serious whooping Mm -hmm. you know being in an abusive household you you learn you get popped on your hand with a hanger can't nobody tell that you got whooped when you get it popped in your hand mom used to beat my hand and then another thing my mom would do is like if she told me to clean my room Uh and I didn't clean it she would go in the room and like flip the bed over really open all the drawers take everything out the drawer like she would like destroy the room so like where if I went in there like I had to clean it because that's the only way that I would be able to be in there <laughs> <laughs> like yo my mom's crazy so I was like I just didn't feel like that was necessary you know what I mean yeah I didn't I didn't really I just feel like I feel like taking things away from kids are more effective than like beating them Oh my God. I mean, this day and age changed the Wi-Fi yeah. password. TV, iPads, games. They have no access to Wi-Fi? What are yeah, they going to do with themselves? I mean, my kids, even like when we record, they have to kind of get off all of the Wi-Fi. And they're well, they probably recording. just like, dang, you still on there? You still on the <laughs> podcast? <laughs> you ain't done yet with this? Right. You ain't done talking and drinking, mom? Right. <laughs> And then also, like, I feel that, I, so it's crazy, because, like, in my household, my mom did beat me, but she never, like, she never yelled. Mm-hmm. So, she like, did. I didn't come from, yeah, no, she never yelled. So, I didn't come from a home where we yelled. Like, no one in my house yelled. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, I don't know, my brother's probably, but I think because he was in the army, so he kind of yells. But, like, we don't yell in our house. 
like if you ever get to argue with me like it won't be me yelling like it will be this same monotone because I just I don't yell I do you know something in our friendship I don't think I've ever heard you yeah no. get out of a certain tone you're right I don't yeah think I, it's, my tone like no matter even if I'm sad if I'm mad like I'm gonna you're gonna hear it, you're gonna know but it's gonna be the same tone which is kind of psychopath but yeah we don't yell in our house so it was like that's not something that we grew up with but I do know that my mom she will beat me to be like you don't you know like she was still you know how like people like I told you she would still do that but it just wasn't in a <laughs> higher octave level than what she was doing. you better not like <laughs> yeah yeah I used to try all types of tricks too. Like I would put on like three pair of pants. Oh no. I made yeah. my kids pull their pants down and mm-hmm. hold my mom just caught me how she caught me. Uh-uh. And then my mom was like grab an embarrassing thing for my kids. I make them hold the, the bed and I pull their pants down and then I will pop them. And if they twitched, oh, you would they, would, they would get it, they would get it harder. Mm-mm. I was a runner. I was going <laughs> to the bed. <laughs> No, you already knew you was finna get this whooping. My sister, you know, uh, growing up in the same exact household as me, she is the complete opposite mm-hmm. in that she she hates it. She hates popping her kids. She hates mm-hmm. yelling at them because she sees it as, you know, us growing up, it mm-hmm. was always out of anger. It was never out of a real disciplinary place. So when you say out of anger, like, do you mean like they're having a bad day? And then yeah. They you? Oh, like okay. my dad was an alcoholic, mm. hated life, came home from work. You did the slightest thing that was wrong to him. Mm-hmm. You know, like say, for instance, uh, I'm Indian and uh, grew up eating with our hands. For whatever reason, we didn't eat a certain meal with a fork. My mm-hmm. dad came home from work saw that got so mad took the bowl of food and busted it on my sister's head oh my god yes that's abuse that is abuse yeah and so and so there therefore my sister is on this complete opposite end of me in where she doesn't like it doesn't want it in her household anything like that yeah and I feel like her youngest kid runs Mm. all over her but so but what, what type of discipline does she do I mean, it is trying to talk to a two-year-old sternly, (laughs) but but when I visited, I, you know, being who I am and being the disciplinarian I am, I didn't, I mean, I threatened my niece. I was Mm -hmm. like, do you want to get whooped when she would act Mm -hmm. bad? And she would say no and stop. And now it's turned into, since my last visit, do you want me to call Auntie Sheba? Mm. so now that is the key phrase because auntie sheba will whoop you if necessary right okay my sister sister doesn't do she is very much like you in that with um my oldest niece you're you disappointed me with your yeah that's how that's the kind of conversation do you understand what you did today Mm -hmm. do you understand that this is wrong yeah but then I feel like my niece go back and do some dumb shit and she'd be like well mom just gonna have a stern talking to me so what I mean I feel like it's a it's a it's a build-up right like it's it's for me at least I felt like yeah. that's how I'm gonna handle it it's a build-up like yeah you're gonna eventually get whoops yeah if you keep trying me <laughs> so we can try we can go there 
but I just don't want to start off with that. Yeah. No, I get it. I completely get it. Yeah, but I mean, people be listen. It was sometimes I'll be in the store though. Kids, some, listen. Some of these badass kids that act nah, like they're in public. I'll be in. I'll be in. I'll be at like Walmart, and a kid would be on the floor like, ha! I'm like, oh, I just want to just punch him. Just Ooh. punch him one time. Like I'm gonna give you something to cry about. We, what you gotta do is you gotta pull him by their ear. Nah, you. <laughs> Like you just, you just gotta like, like mm-mm. there's some kids you just gotta beat. I'm sorry. It's some, I feel like, I feel like you've already got warned. Yeah. Like, don't you do that. Get up. And then okay, like, how do you handle t- like terrible twos? Like my nieces will throw her whole body on the floor and spin in circles. Like, I'm not going to beat you. Cause you, you gotta, you being moody. Mm-hmm. Like you're expressing your feelings. You're upset, which is cool. Express your feelings. Like, Cause I feel like when you start beating kids, like to that extent, like you suppress them expressing themselves. Like mm-hmm. you express you you suppress them from like having emotions. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, but then you still have to find a balance in where they need to know this is bad behavior. Like I want you to have. I want to instill so much fear that if I look at you in a certain way, mm-hmm. you're like, oh shit, I'm mm-hmm. acting out of order right now. Mom's gonna yeah. pop me. Like I want. That's the kind of that's. I think that's a lot of foreign thing. Like, you know, your foreign mama got a look yeah. that, oh, you finna get it if you don't shut yeah. up. My mom still do that. <laughs> <laughs> she still give me the look. It, it may not phase me, but she still gives it to me. <laughs> She'll hit me with up. And I'll be like, I mean, you know, I may like calm down a little bit, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I wouldn't beat my kids in public either. I, I I've, I, I've rung an error or two if necessary. Yeah, but see, that's like discreet. But I wouldn't be like like in public. I just, I was looking at them like, wait till we get home. I remember me and my girlfriend went somewhere with her, and she was big belly pregnant. She was probably like seven months, and we had her one-year-old daughter with us and her run where uh the one-year-old was just being super unruly and she wasn't listening to my friend at all and she was like sheba just tell her you gonna give her pow pow and i was like girl like i don't you know i love you you're my friend but i don't want to threaten your child like mm-hmm. i'll do that to my own kids my nieces like i can do that to my own fan but like not my friend listen i the way that child was acting, all of a sudden I was like, "Do you want pow pow?" And listen, she, it came out of you. She said, "She was like, no, I do not." <laughs> <laughs> that got her straight not, real quick. I do not want pow pow. <laughs> it's so crazy because then, like kids, like even young kids, like we have a friend that, like, they have um, kids, and like if I go over there, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll be like, "Do you want me to tell your mom?" And they'd be like, "No, no." And I'm like, "Oh." okay well get yourself together so it's like yeah. they, they they know you know yeah. they know like they have the sense to know like they're doing something wrong, wrong right yeah but i don't know i just feel like i mean honestly you have to do what you feel is best of what you feel like is best for your child and like how to make them be reasonable and responsible adults i just really want would like to try like i said i don't have any kids yet so i could just be talking but i would like to try the talking it out and expressing ourselves because I didn't get to express myself Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like I didn't like I didn't get to 
say how I felt or, you know, like I always felt like I just had to, like, it was Listen. your way or the highway. And yes, just, I, you know what I'm like, I would want my kids to be like, well, you know, like, I would just want them to feel comfortable to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like, not like, oh, my mom, if I say this to my mom, she's going to go outside my head. Like, I don't, you know, like, I just, I just don't think that's like conducive to um, behavioral growth. No, or like not even behavioral that. growth, but like mentally or like just being able to like emotionally be express you, yourself. To be like, you, yourself. I agree with that um, wholeheartedly to, to the extent that in, in my relationship with my children now as teenagers, I have actual conversations with my kids and I ask them questions that I know a lot of moms are not sitting around asking their kids like, uh-huh. do I get on your nerves? <laughs> that I do that irritates you. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I ask them how they are feeling about situations and how, how I am doing with my parenting because right. you grow up and you're just kind of told who you're supposed to be yeah. and what you're supposed to do all the time. And you're especially kind of for informed homes. Informed homes is like, you are what they tell you to be. You can't, and you can't be anything outside of that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it suppresses who you are as a person. Yeah, I couldn't sure. be who I was until I was like 18 years old, had a job and I was running the household. Right. That's who, that's when I could actually be Sheba and have a voice. Right. And that yeah, I don't is- even think that, I don't even think I was 18. I was able to do that, you know? Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was kind of by force. It was like, you know, my mom was now living in a household that I supported financially. So she's going to have to start kind of respecting me in a different way. And sometimes they still don't respect you. (laughs) It was hard for her. It was very hard for her. We used to argue because it's a transition. You went from being mom and now I got the job and I'm paying all the bills. You're taking care of everything. Yeah. I'm taking care of everything. And now you're trying to tell me like, oh, you're not going out Friday night. Girl, after this long ass week of at work, right? We'll go out. If I pay all these bills. I'm going out. Shit, my name on this lease now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just something that I feel like I take away from my household. Like my my thought process is just. I mean, well, the way that I grew up in my household is just mm. that I feel like maybe I didn't wasn't really able to like express myself, and I just yeah. want my kids to be able to just be them like I don't want to beat them for doing something like that they're trying to like figure themselves out mm-hmm. like I'm gonna beat you I mean well I'm gonna have a conversation with you about something that is like morally incorrect yeah if you you're like I mean? being a little liar like yeah like yeah I'm like things like that no liar yeah I'm not raising no liars mm-hmm. but like things that like but I'm not gonna beat you for things that's like if you decide that you I mean, it's messed up. It's probably something bad, but like if you put oil on the kitchen and you want to do ballet because you just, you like ballet. Like, I don't want to feel like I should beat you for that. Like, I should probably be like, you going to mop my kitchen. You know, like it's just certain things. Like, I just don't feel like you should get beat for because that's just you expressing yourself. It may not be the best way to do it. Stupid shit though. (laughs) Kids do be doing dumb shit. It's like, why? Why'd you take apart the whole computer? My nigga want to be an engineer. So you can't really beat his ass. <laughs> when I was little, one time I took water and I poured it all over the TV. I was like five. And I, my mom said I was saying that I wanted to clean it because it was too dirty. <laughs> Meanwhile, she didn't tell my daddy that. She did not. She said that the TV was just broke <laughs> because she knew he was going to kill me. <laughs> 
He's gonna beat your ass. But my mom protected me, and she said, "Listen, I was trying to keep the, the house clean. I I wanted to clean the TV. I had dust inside. Exactly. Like I remember the first time I like like when I started to get into like fashion and stuff. Mm-hmm. Girl, I would cut my jeans up. Like I remember one time I made a, my Yo, a, jeans that your mama bought you. Girl, yes. And the girl, first she did mad, but she was like, "It's actually cute." Like. Yeah, so she didn't get mad, but she was like, don't cut no more jeans. (laughs) But she was like, okay, like, because I made a skirt out of blue jeans, like a blue jean, like jeans, Uh like I made a Uh blue jean skirt. So she was like, this is actually like nice. So like, I didn't get in trouble for that, but she was just like, don't cut. But she saw something in you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like somebody somebody else's parent would beat them for like cutting the jeans. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you got to find that line of like, are you suppressing your child like of them developing into like who they're trying to be or are they just being like nuts? You know what I mean? Yeah, like they just being bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see when I have kids. I'll we'll revisit this conversation. <laughs> and I'll let y'all I'm gonna hold you to it when you're over there. I'm like, ooh, you better not whoop that baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many well, you know, like I have nieces and nephews. You have <laughs> I have nieces and nephews and like godchildren and I have not ever hit any of them but I will sit them down and talk to them mm-hmm. like my nephews stole candy out of my room and I was like why would y'all steal the candy like I y'all if you ask there's I was like have there's has there ever, ever been a time that you asked me for something and I didn't give it to you yeah like no and I'm like so why would you not just ask me for the candy like why would you go in the room and just take it kids fucking sneaky and then he was like, well, I wasn't home. And I'm like, so you weren't patient enough to just wait till I got back? I have a question. What are mm-hmm. what are your thoughts about um, individuals that are in relationships with, you know, other people that are not the parents of your child? And, and they, do you agree with them putting hands on babies? Nope. You don't? Nope. Don't put your hand on my child. If you if you didn't create it, I mean I don't I want I, I that's such a hard question because it's like are have you been in this child's life since the beginning like mm-hmm. where are you coming I, in at, at this I point think right so. I feel like um if we're both at a young age and we're both raising yeah together. like if you met me and my baby was three months old and you've been there and he's like you're you pretty much raised him as your own yeah, yeah. like you hit him like I'm not even gonna second guess it. Yeah, but if you're coming in my life and the child is six and we're just now getting acclimated, mm-hmm. you have no, you can't put your hands on my child. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's a conversation mm-hmm. that me and you should have first Definitely. before you. I agree with that. Like react to because can you imagine somebody just like popping your kid and it's just like that's not gonna sit right with you. No matter how much you love that person, I just don't think that that would sit right. With, even when people hit my dog, I'd be like, oh, I mean what do you do you know what i'm saying like who whooped hustle who did it girl i'm just saying you know oh my god even my own man like uh uh-uh i'm like don't do that but it's like (laughs) if i'm that protective about my dog yeah i can only imagine what you know what i would feel like with my kids and somebody else not my child i definitely feel like it needs to be a conversation needs to be had um, between the both of you and what their role is going to actually be in their lives right and if uh you know if, if it feels like you know it's something you don't agree with you need to talk to me and then we'll address it together right yeah you can't together. be 
and, and why I say that, you know, I was in my uh, relationship where my ex-boyfriend was living with me. Mm-hmm. Kids, he had met them since they were like five years old. And I remember instance where um, he might have been like 10 years old, my oldest son. And he and he spat he spit on my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh, wow. And so, you know, he he came in a room hot as hell. Like, listen, this this little nigga sees he spit on me. <laughs> he was mad I'll be mad and I felt as though in that situation that he needed to address it and not necessarily Mm -hmm. whoop him but you need to be the person to tell him that he shouldn't be spitting on you and so on and so forth I don't know I just feel like I feel like with stepkids it's it's always tricky it is very it's it's like a very it's a very tricky line you know what I'm saying because then I feel like sometimes you give people an inch they take a yard and they take a, a yard and it's like hey you done hit my kid three times this week yeah slow down buddy yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying so i don't know i just feel like before you put your hands on anyone's child it's that's not yours child. biologically yeah have a conversation get the clearance and the understanding of what y'all doing and how y'all are gonna do it you know what i'm saying like especially if y'all are like merging homes like some brady bunch type shit yeah like everyone has to have a clear understanding of what's going on especially yeah. When some people, like, for instance, if I was dating someone that they had a kid with another woman, that woman probably wouldn't even feel comfortable knowing that I disciplined their child to that extent. You know, like, that's a conversation that's that, true. that's like a co-parenting meeting conversation. Like, how do we handle this? How do we move forward? How do we transition this child to know that, like, I am now part of their life, that I am going to be doing discipline yeah. to where they don't hate me? Like, you just got here. You know what I'm saying? Who is so, you? Yeah, who is you? My dad just met you the other day, ho. Like, hey, my mama don't even do this. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, those are the type of conversations. You're not my real mom. You're not my real daddy. I hate you. I hate you too. Where's that from? <laughs> Baby boy? Girl, I don't remember. Oh, uh, but yeah. So it's like, I just feel like, oh, I'm not hitting nobody's kids. I mean, like, I don't when, know. When I say that, I mean, like, a step kids like I don't know I don't know if I feel comfortable doing that I'll just be like you need to get your child I think I would want to address it and speak to them but I don't think I would feel all the way comfortable trying to work yeah and then it, I mean time too you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like if it's seven years in ten years in like you probably going upside the head <laughs> but you know like it's, it's been some oh you know like they're used to you but yeah those first years that's that's those it's are tricky. tricky it's tricky. yeah you gotta that, like you're also still trying to like you now you have this relationship with this man like you're also trying to build this relationship with that child too you know mm-hmm. it, which is new for them and so no and you don't want to be that wicked stepmother no you don't I definitely don't I just want to be the fly mom like I don't want to be known as the wicked mom <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have that issue right now so you're gonna you're gonna be the fly mom just in general yeah that's I just, like, I'm not even gonna say I'm not even gonna be coy about that like yeah I am for sure <laughs> stamp that but yeah so i don't know that yeah that's a mm. Mm. I don't know, like it's just i feel like nowadays it's a little different from back in the days i think it is um to a point in that i know the way that i am disciplining my children we're having we are speaking because i feel like they have enough sense and stuff like that at this point but when I was younger, I mean, I wasn't that mom. I wouldn't, we weren't going to talk about, I was just going to beat your ass and then we're going to talk about it afterwards. But yeah. then again, I but was that's, like. So that's what my mom did too. My mom yeah. would beat me and then sit down and be like, you know why I beat you? And I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not beat you. 
I, I needed, I feel like in my situation, as far as being a single parent, I had to be the disciplinarian. So I wasn't, you, I needed you to have some sort of fear of, of, about like, mom finna get mad about this. Let me not pull these kind of stunts. That's the way I kind of felt about it. So that's yeah. why it was like, you gonna get popped and we'll talk about it later. But it gotcha. has progressed into, I have two very obedient, Oh my God. Good young men. She really I really do. And I am very blessed. Like I can talk to them and they have enough sense and they have, um, they're so humble and thoughtful and so polite. They're so sweet. They don't have attitudes. Like, is they're really nice kids? Like, like they are so good. I count my blessings for them boys. Yeah, Yeah. like you're, you're, and it's like it's not. You know how some people be like, oh, that first child is good, but that second one, but like both of your kids are good. (laughs) Like both of them are good. They're funny and they're sarcastic, but they're really, really good kids. You, you remember that one time when I, uh, you was like, uh, I had had a phone call. I made a phone call to them mm-hmm. and you had saw them like cleaning up the whole house. I was like, wow. Cause if I would have been on a phone call, my mom would have been like, all right, cool. I would have went back to bed and I would have just made sure I did it before she came home. But they were like, got off the phone with her and she, they were just like, just, I was like wow, that's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I came home from work. She was like, "Did you yell at them today?" Because <laughs> oh these God, little God, kids God. got up. House and- smelled like fabuloso. <laughs> like they was listen. The house was spick and span. I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I be telling them like they they're boys, so they have two levels of cleaning. It is like you know, uh, like a minimum, bare minimum, and then it's mm-hmm. like clean, so I don't come home and complain. <laughs> right. No, they're really good kids. Like they're really, really, I, I've seen other kids and for them to be teenagers too. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky. Really. I'm lucky they have enough. Uh, They have so much consciousness in that, you know, they understand I am the only parent. I'm the only one doing for them. And so they even do, maybe I might, you know, make them feel guilty at times. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I, I might play a little guilt trip on them, but they, they know enough to like, not drive me crazy and do you feel like the the whoopings did that or like what do you I think so I feel like everything the way that I've raised them in the whoopings having heart-to-heart conversations to mm-hmm. them talking to them I'm I'm very honest about everything with my kids yeah. probably more honest than a lot of parents are mm-hmm. I can remember there was a point where I felt you know being younger they might have been just like um they just weren't realizing like the cost of life, like mortgages mm-hmm. and bills and stuff like that. And I felt like they were kind of taking things for granted. So I had like a realistic conversation where I said, well, these are the bills added up and this is my paycheck. Right. And so when they had that kind of realistic kind, I'm having this conversations with like 12 and 13 year olds to where they understood like, okay, well, this is my mom does a lot by herself. Right. There right. is no child support or anything else. Right. And so they're conscious. And when they ask me for things, That's like really um, I can even tell you for Christmas, my youngest son wanted an Xbox, has saved up $150 of like all birthday monies or any kind of gift monies that I had held mm-hmm. on to. And he said, hey, mom, can you take 
all my birthday money and do you think you have enough to pay for the difference to get a good mm-hmm. to get an xbox like look at that wow. that's i think that's so thoughtful no that's that's beyond thoughtful that you know i already saved up half mom can you cover the other yeah, half so i can it. get it exactly and it's just like that kind of stuff warms my heart and that i feel like i am raising a mm-hmm. uh, very good young man i hope to that i'm raising good husbands I'm still working on them making cuddle me and stuff like that. I don't want to race robot men. (laughs) Or, you know, yeah. Women women unknowingly raise robots. You have to be very mindful of the kind of young men that you're raising. I agree. And and that's I I um I put a lot of effort into that. That I know that I'm I'm not just raising boys, but I am going to raise good husbands, good fathers. It shows, it shows, it shows. Oh, thank you. That's super dope though. So, okay, well, you know, we'll see when I have kids uh, what's going to happen. <laughs> I'll call you for some tips, girl. Oh, yes, your kids are going to be super fashion forward. But that ain't going to get them through life. <laughs> they got to be nice. I, they gonna have, They just going to slay from birth. I just feel like it. Yeah, but you know, sometimes slaying from birth is not going to, that ain't going to do nothing with, for your moral compass. <laughs> I just don't want them to be, I don't, I just don't want them to be like cold like me. You are not. Uh, okay. You are kind. <laughs> yeah, and thoughtful. but it takes a lot to get to that. You are kind and thoughtful. When we get there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a slow drive. That's a real slow two per mile, two miles per hour drive. So the Aisha that I get, everybody doesn't get that, that four. No, girl. Oh, well, I I, like that. I think you are a phenomenal friend. (laughs) I wish I was missing out on all his glory. And that's they don't need to. I don't trust these motherfuckers. (laughs) I don't like people. Like, I think I've said that on like numerous episodes. Like, I just don't. I don't like them. You have have your group of people, and you are. uh, I stick to that. Yes, and she is definitely a very outgoing person within her circle. At the end. (laughs) If you are not in this circle, you don't get to see all this dopeness and this Mm -hmm. blindness. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. I know. I can't do it. Oh, was that a yawn? Girl. I'm getting old. Oh, my God. Our birthdays are coming up. (laughs) Is this a sleepy wine? What kind? Of, what kind of wine would we rate this? Mm, this is definitely a chill by yourself. It's a, it's a vibe, yeah. I like it's it. a vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would drink it with like a bay. No, no, no. I think it's a. But it's definitely like I'm gonna kick and and I mean and you know what? Realistically, nine times out of the ten, we are by ourselves. Unless you're like married. You know what I'm saying? Like you're usually when you come home from work, you unwind, you take a shower, you get the kids together or whatever the case, like you're by yourself. So mm-hmm. it's like, even though we're rating it, like it's a vibe by yourself. Like that's still like a really good rating because for you to be by yourself and enjoy the wine. Yeah. I think that's like a, like that's, that's a goal. Mm-hmm. I agree. And you know what I can say, what I did appreciate about the Scout and Cellar is uh, that 13%, 13.5%, but <laughs> I like the fact that it was delivered to my front door. <laughs> listen. During the, the time of COVID. Listen. And listen, like, because 
at a point in time, it was like, it was hard to just find like, just wine. Like, because <laughs> people was clearing it out. Because I know I was one of those people that was at Specs, like, let me get the whole first row. <laughs> it's hard. So, so for it to be delivered, like, shout out to uh, Scout and Cellar because it, we like deliverable wine. It, it, I really do. I like the taste. I like the alcohol content. And the presentation and really was pretty. I, I like the fact the the whole delivery box. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cute. Yeah. So I am looking forward to us having uh the second bottle on another episode. Yes. And hopefully we'll be able to get uh Tammy with us, who is the wine consultant that uh uh sponsored the bottle. So that yes, and make sure you guys follow her at winebar.me and you know, check a black sister out. Mm-hmm. And so next week we are going to be drinking a Josh uh Cabernet Sauvignon. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think that's what okay. you said. Okay. So listen, it was my homeboy. He was like, Yeah, y'all need to y'all need to drink Josh. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Josh cheap and it's good. Oh, okay. No. I'm scared. Thanks. This is our first recommendation from a boy. I mean, not a boy, from a man. So from a man, I got a suggestion. I definitely got to taste that and see from from a guy. So he said he liked the price point and he liked the taste. We finna okay. get lit. That's what to find out. And also, you guys, y'all are more than welcome to follow us on our Instagram page at Wine and Poor Decisions, and please slide in our DMs and give us wine suggestions. We were open to take them and taste them and yeah like slide in our dms tell us what's up okay well thank you so much for joining us we'll talk to y'all next time bye thank y'all so much for joining us be sure to like us on facebook as well as to follow our instagram so that you know what the wine of the week is and when our next episode drops that's wine and poor decisions p-o-u-r talk to y'all soon